Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? It's all good. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Hey, pretty good, Chan. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm doing well. You know, I'm just uh, thinking about this game, and golly, man, we got we got handed to us. You know, we we got beat really bad. I'm I'm embarrassed. I have to say, and and I feel like you know the defense just did not play well at all i mean at least the offense put up a little bit of something out there but the defense just didn't play well at all and i'll, I'll tell you what tim I, I just think that we talked ourselves into beating this team when we made our predictions last week and, and we kind of made that a footnote after the predictions i guess <sighs> well also we talked about their Tight end pits. Oh, if he's out, that definitely gives us a shot. You know, our defense would better shot and stop him. It wouldn't have mattered. I mean, it's the same output. They just replaced him with another somebody that beat us. We just kept just outmatched. You know, I mean, just couldn't stop him. Couldn't get off the field when the offense had problems too. I mean, we scored thirty-five, seven of those at the end of the game. But you know, twenty-eight good points and stuff. But you needed long drives there. And, like, at the end of the, the end of the first half, defense just. You can tell they're struggling, but we still, you know, down mm-hmm. 21 to 14. We can, or, and then they gave up another touchdown after we pulled within. You know what I mean? We, you know, came out of the gates after they, after the defense gave up a touchdown, we tied it, or, mm-hmm. uh, tied it seven to seven. But from then on out, it just wasn't, it wasn't a real game. Yeah, absolutely. Put in our place again, man. They're just better than us right now. But. Hey, hold on just a second. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that, guys. I had a little something going on there, and I just wanted to fix it. So, check one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're we're right where we need to be. 
So now I heard everything you were saying before. I just noticed that yeah, I had to have little buttons or flip switch or whatever it is over here. So anyway, we got it taken care of, and we're good to go now. My bad. Nah, we're good. Gotta uh, get these things running as a weekly podcast. You know what I mean? Like, like we need a producer that handles this yeah. stuff, and we don't. We don't have one. It's just me. Just have it. <laughs> have it set up where we can just come in and you know one of these days we're gonna be able to sit down same room with a producer and just like hang out you know and do the like record the podcast live together we've been doing this over the just the internet man wow that's wild so it happens technical difficulties i didn't say anything man. i mean florida game yeah they're better than us i'm you know i mean they, a big game weekend. golly they came out and played a tough game you know it was just it is what it is, you know. Uh, but like I said, I just feel like, you know, we, I feel like we, uh, you know, we, you know, shot ourselves in the foot. And we just didn't play very good defense at all. Uh, the ball just didn't roll our way. We didn't get any lucky breaks at all during the game. And, you know, that's tough when that happens. One sack. Mm-hmm. You know, one lonely sack. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you got, you know, an offense that's doing okay, but just not enough power uh, to be going up against the offense that's scoring the way they were. Uh, our offense, to, to, to beat them, would have had to get in a shootout. And I think we mm-hmm. proved in this game that we're not going to get in a shootout with anybody. So we really need the defense to step up, you know, when we roll into LSU. And I think, you know, I think they can. Uh you know that 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 offense we saw at Florida, man. That's a powerhouse offense. That's like LSU last year, right? Yeah, like exactly. that's what the offense looked like. Yeah, yeah like and and what we're fixing to go up against, and we'll talk about this in a bit, is just totally stripped down from you know what they did have. So yeah, to go up against that and and be able to put up some points on that elite defense they had. I mean, that's promising right there. And that just shows, you know, that we have a really good offense and we got a good game plan and that we're doing better at the end of the year than we were at the beginning of the year. Because I don't know that we would score as well on that elite defense, you know, back towards the beginning of the year. Uh, but, goodness, you know, their offense was, was ridiculous too. And I was just surprised. I didn't think – I mean, I knew they were good. I guess I just didn't realize they were that good. Yeah, Trask just sat back there, didn't get any pressure at all the time of the day. So he delivers it, to, delivers it to the receiver who they they always they made the plays. They're just uh, stronger, uh, taller than we are, just going up, and uh, it just it didn't look right, man. No, no, it didn't. It didn't look right at all. I mean, but they it, didn't. You know, they don't. Just the receivers didn't. They, they didn't drop any. You know, like we always have seen like, you know, some of these teams we play, or they never did anything miscommunicated. You mm-hmm. know, we couldn't turn them over. No, no, you're exactly right. You know, and you know, so what do you do? You know, you just go out there and you. I don't know. You do what we did. You you struggle. You know, and you have a game that. Uh, that that's that's hard to look back on honestly you know yeah i hate losing to florida like that i mean you you got to know even more chad but oh the two nice things i did see uh those two made what we had an 80 yard run 
you know, by Smith, Traylon Smith, he had another big game. He's got to get them up more touches. Yeah. Here on out. That's just clear to see. And then Woods, you know, he has two two catches, two touchdowns with 80 yards. We had, I think, the first offense in the SEC since 2014 to get an 80-yard-plus 80, 80 touchdown rush and then an 80-yard-plus you know, touchdown reception in the same game. Mm-hmm. And my philosophy didn't hold true in this game, and I think it will in the next game, and I believe it in the last game and the few games before that. And I'll take one game out of, you know, however many, but, you know, we did score yeah, the 28 points, right? But we just, you know, we just, the, our offense dropped, Not our defense ball. dropped the ball, man. And it's just all it is to it. I mean, defense just purely dropped the ball. And, you know, I hate to have to call you guys out like that, but, you know, hey, all year you've been getting nothing but praise, and it is what it is. But in this particular game, you know, it was it was yeah. a poor showing. Yeah. Yeah, when we've been giving up these games, you know, against A&E, uh, even Georgia did it to us. Um, you know, we're missing tackles. We're not tackling as well. Mm-hmm. didn't help that Odom was down on the sideline instead of the press box where he normally is. Mm-hmm. Um, missing that head coach, but I mean, we were still gonna. Ah, I mean, it was a bad show. I mean, those times, but yeah, the offense didn't play perfect. But yeah, that, you, in these other games where we win, you know, when we go that seven seven early on the first quarter, mm-hmm. you know, that defense of some, some of the games where we win would would stop uh, opposing teams' offense and give the ball back. You know, I agree. We kind of to get on top first, but we just were behind and never never weren't behind. You know? Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. And I agree with what you said. I mean, we did tie it up, you know, but we never did we never did get ahead in the game. And, you know, with exactly what we were saying, you know, we didn't have Pittman on the sideline for this game. And there was an instance in this game where it was like, you know, we needed to decide whether we're going to go for it in the fourth or whether we were going to, you know, punt the ball away. And mm-hmm. uh, I believe I was advocating myself watching the game like I wanted to get aggressive. But I realized after – uh, we did that, and it didn't work out. Like it was the wrong move. It was just the wrong coaching move, and it shouldn't have been made. We should have punted the ball away. Then we could have possibly pinned them. Could possibly maybe got a stop, or at least we would have put them deep into their their territory and had the chance of controlling the field. And we decided not to do that, and it really cost us a whole lot. And in all honesty, looking back on that, I think Pittman would have went a different direction. And looking back on his other games, I, I don't think he would have went for it on that fourth. I think he would have punted it. Yeah, I don't know what Odom's M.O. was at Missouri when he was the coach on decisions like that. I wonder if he was, you know, or if that's a pre-thing, like, hey, in this situation, Pittman's already got it, or, Bo- uh, or Sam's probably, Barry, you just, you make the decision, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. maybe, um, I don't know. You know. Yeah, and I would have liked to have seen last week it worked. We had a fourth and one and, you know, got behind center and, Franks actually had a uh, quarterback sneak for the first time. It worked, and we didn't do it again. We just we tried to pass, which Burks was open, but yeah, yeah you know, there's was. more things bad that can happen on a passing play when you can just go ahead and get that first down with Franks. You know, that's if you're going to do something like that, you know what I mean. I mean, um, that's a great point. Maybe fourth, yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Like, why take the risk? You know, risk mitigation is part of football. A lot of people don't understand that. You know, it's not all about, you know, getting the big plays. And the big plays are great. They're fun. But there's always risk involved. And when you don't have the elite players to make those big plays happen, you get yourself in a situation. Uh, unless you're fucking 
Florida, and you can just throw yeah. the ball to any. You can just throw it up in there, and they're going to go damn catch it. Any, any, any. Somebody's going to catch it. Don't matter. Hell, I could pass the ball to those receivers. Yeah, those guys. Uh, you know, and it's year three in this in Mullins um, as head coach for that program. So you know, they've kind of got already an offensive system set up, mm-hmm. and these guys that we have have been playing for uh, uh, Chad Morris the last couple of years, and it's now learning the. <laughs> Something that I mean that we can you know score in and yeah like you're saying explosive plays I said that well we had those first two eighty yards but that that didn't mean we were going to drive the ball the rest of the game you know mm-hmm. explosive plays are nice but like just get the first down I mean, if you know like a pretty high percentage yeah especially if you're going for it, then and keep the drive going and keep the you know let the defense you know rest I mean there's mm-hmm. break that play out the next play oh yeah absolutely and then you know you see you see. And I'm just going to go over this a little bit different in this game because this the the scoring sucks here, honestly. And I don't want to go over it the way we traditionally do and, and break it down in that manner. Yeah. But yeah. you see, you know, Woods getting a touchdown pass. You see Traylon Smith getting a touchdown pass. You see, uh, I'm sorry, Rush. You see Rakeem Boyd with a with a uh, touchdown rush. Um, you see Mike Woods with the pass. You know, you see us getting out there and making some stuff uh, happen uh, and, and getting some scores right um, all throughout the game, uh, all the way through every quarter, uh, just fighting really hard, trying to get back in it, trying to win this game. I mean, offensively, we're not being let down at all. But at the same time, every time we score, they score twice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that looks nice, but when back, you know, your team scores or opposing team scores right after that, you know, you kind of just, you know, that's just got, you know, mitigated or just, you know, just mm-hmm. break even. What the hell was that? You know what I mean? So, yeah. You know, by the third quarter, you're sitting back in this game and you're like, it's, it hits that 42 21 mark and you're like, well, it's done. It's over. You know, it's going to be very hard to come back with this. Um, in the fourth quarter, and it just gets worse and worse, you know, and and it's just sixty three is too much. It doesn't matter who, you know what I mean, man. Just yeah, it's just way too much. It's just goodness. Yeah, yeah we've got to, we've got to definitely get better than that. As a, but they're just better than us this year, man. There's not really much else we can. You go back and look at also. It. You go back I mean, and look at. It. We both had two hundred eight rushing yards. Yeah, well, Both I, teams. I like the way our offense is running the ball. We we had 250 passing yards, not too bad, but we could have a lot better than that. And they have 385. Goodness gracious! Yeah, that's. Then <laughs> you look at the total, though. I mean, it's not way off. I mean, 458 total offense to 593. They were just like they had short fields. They were just able to convert easily they just never like i didn't feel like they were ever backed up into their own territory you know yeah i mean even frank's like you're saying 250 you know he doesn't he has a couple touchdowns no interceptions again and he's 15 out of 19 you know he's only got a couple pass uh incompletions but not solid game by him but just just wasn't enough on some of these we were horrible the third down conversions they were nine out of 12 on our defense so we couldn't get them off the field. I think we were three out of something on third downs. Couldn't keep the drives going. And, um, but against it, like if we have this effort against LSU on Saturday against their defense, 
You know what I mean? It's we're gonna win the game. Oh yeah, absolutely. And what's the love affair with Boyd? Right? Like Boyd's doing okay. I mean he's he's playing, but golly Smith's the guy. And I think everybody's got to recognize this. I've been saying this for quite some time, but I think this game sets it apart, you know. 118 yards, 14 yards, you know, average per carry. I mean, he he is he is just a better running back, and that's okay. It's okay. I mean, Boyd's really good. He's a double-headed monster, right? But we need to start utilizing them in such a way where Smith is getting the majority of the carries, not Boyd. Yeah, it's got to be flip-flopped on that. I mean, you like, you like Rakeem, like on his touchdown run, I think 12 or so yards out, you know, he's tough and, you know, working working the holes and scores, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But he hadn't he hadn't had that big – his first couple of years, he had a couple like seven-yard runs, six-yard runs, big plays, and he hadn't had, you know, you know anything longer than about 13, 15-yard gain this year Yeah, uh, thus far. And just Smith has – I mean, like you're saying, 14.8 average – against Florida, which is incredible. And only eight carries. I mean, he's got a chance to break it against those secondaries. And that, you know what I mean? Like, just, oh, and yeah. that's in the, that's in when we're, he's, that's a big play. Like, when we're, it's 21 to seven, but, you know, you pull within 21 14 after that touchdown run. So, I mean, that's a huge play in a SEC game, but he's got to get more carries and he's got to get more touch. We got to have just more touches all around. I mean, Franks has only thrown 19, so it's not like 30. And I'd like to see more than 32. To run attempts, so we've got to have longer drives. We've got to see more chances to get the ball in these guys' hands. Yeah, I, you know, I think we could. You know, I, I don't know. I don't think the play calling has been horrible. I think we're pretty much fifty-fifty team, and I think we try to take advantage of whatever the defense gives us. Which I like to see that. You know, uh, it seems like we do something a little bit different in every game. Um, but like you said, at the same time, and we got to. You know, when we got to get the ball in Smith's hand, we got to get it in Boyd's hand. We go, we got to do that in different ways, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, with some plays that are kind of, you know, ingenuitive, I guess, at this at this point in the year. You know, you've had time to kind of work on your misdirections and your traps and things like that. And that's what I want to see. I want to see more than just, you know, trying to run a power through the A gap. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see, you know, a uh, trap through the big gap right i'd like to see uh you know some sweeps and stuff like that um i would like to see some uh to pull some guards a little bit you know get them out and maybe even in the flats from time to time yeah yeah you know that that was working doing a little bit uh, man Traylon looks like an nfl back right now Mm -hmm. i mean some of these games i was saying i was thinking like you know we're user came close to the goal line but i mean Traylon in an auburn game is what kind of sticks out he was catching it out of the backfield you know what I mean? Getting getting him more in space, and that's what you're talking about. Getting him yep. instead of just same old, you know, hey gap for uh, trying to punch it through with him. But he's yeah, and misdirection too. I mean, let's get let's pull yeah. our line to the left or run to the right. You know, stuff What's, like that. You know, well, something you yeah yeah something you brought up a couple weeks ago was bringing both Boyd and Traylon on the field together. Yeah, I definitely think you should. I think they should both be on the field at the same time as much as possible, in my opinion. Because then you got two threats you have to account for, plus Franks, who's a bit of a threat right on the ball himself. Yeah. That's three runner threats you got there. If you're going to yeah. play that style of ball, I think that's what you do. If it's up to me, we'd be in a power eye. Yeah. Um, but that would that would get the field more, especially with um, Debbie on Warren going out for the season 
mm-hmm. you know, losing a receiving option, you know, what's that'd be nice to get them both on field. I don't know if they're worried about because I think, I mean, our backup running back situation behind them isn't isn't you know powerful. We've had some, I think, deflections or I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I'd still like to see it. Well, the punter booted it a couple times, pretty good. So you got to give him credit, you know, putting his foot in it. So yeah, a couple inside the twenty. I mean, that's what. Man. Can't ask for more than that. I don't know. Yeah, not really a whole lot to say, man. I mean, you got Morgan leading, fifteen tackles. You know, and that don't like. You're looking at this, and I, and I'm just thinking, like, golly, these numbers don't even sound like us this year, you know? Cat no. line with 12 tackles, Fouché with nine, and then you drop right there, boom, and you're going to yeah. sevens and fives and fours. You know, you got bumper pull only getting seven tackles. I mean, you know, no Brown's got five, you know. I don't know. Oh, we just had a tough, tough time matching up against this team. Gregory yeah, really. got a sack. Yeah, that was nice to see. I think that was only big one. Then tackle for loss as well, but that's it. One sack. Got that you know interception. I mean? You don't see any forced fumbles. You no. know what I mean? Catalan got that interception, and we got that sack. And, I mean, that was about it. We didn't really even like break up. You know what I mean? There wasn't a lot of like hurries or or anything. We just. Uh, we just had a tough time. It was just a tough game for our defense. I don't know if they were just like, I don't know, something was going on. And maybe maybe it's like you said, maybe it's because Coach was, was on the sidelines standing in the box. Maybe that, you know, threw that off. But, I mean, golly, at some point it just seems like they just just had a really bad game, you know. And Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that would This just think the team spots. to have a bad game against, no. right, like. If it was no, Vanderbilt or something. Yeah, maybe maybe the SEC gives us Vanderbilt or South Carolina. You know what I mean? Anybody really else besides yeah. Georgia and Florida, but God, we man. gave them our effort though, man. They they stuck us with those games, you know what I mean? And yeah. We did not do we did not do so well. But we would have went two and zero against Vandy or Kentucky or South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's done is done, man. I think no, we can get true. better and beat Florida the next time we play them, though. Yeah. And my man Brooks Jr., I didn't see him out there slobber-knocking people all over the place. Like Usually, like when we're playing a good game, he is just out there just laying in the people, like taking them off their feet, like just ridiculous hard hits. And you didn't see him doing that in this game. Yeah, somebody's got to make some more plays than just Morgan and Catalan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They've been really good for us all year, but you gotta have you gotta have more than that. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't know, man. I guess that's my take on it. They beat the hell out of us from beginning to end, and I really don't got an excuse or anything I can say about it. No, so. no I, I, I don't have nothing else to say. I mean, I can't. Nobody to blame but ourselves. So. No. Um, we just took it. We got, we got our ass whipped. And that's I it. hate Florida, man. Yeah. Well, I'm done with that, man. So whenever you're ready to move on, I'm with you. I can't stand them. 
yeah, let's let's uh let's get the hell away from that sixty. I don't think we said it's so a sixty-three to thirty-five loss. Let's just move the hell away from that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But we get to go play LSU, and that ought to be a uh, that ought to be an interesting game. I think you know this, and and this is something I was talking about before. Like you have in Florida the team that LSU had last year, and think about like. Who LSU lost like Burrow, Jefferson, Chase, Edwards, losing all of them, you know, this year. And and who do they, you know, who do they get back out of that? Is Terrence Marshall a wide receiver, right? Just one guy, and he's out there tearing it up this year. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, he is out there making it happen on offense. Uh, he's had a hell of a hell of a run this year, but that's it. Like that's their offense. So you got to double team him. You got to shut him down. You got to do what you got to do. Every game I've seen, he's been he's been on fire though. Yeah, he's got nine receiving touchdowns already, and they've only they've only played what five games. They played one less game than us. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's you shut or shut him down. Um, you, you shut him down, you win the game, honestly. And I think a lot of other teams have figured this out. Yeah, I think so too. Um, the last couple, actually, he's, mm-hmm. he's uh, he really tore up Missouri. I mean, my goodness. Um, oh yeah. But the last last game they played against Auburn, he gets four catches for twenty eight yards. So there's some there's some precedent this season for uh, you know taking him out of it. Nobody else. Yeah. Caught one, caught a receiving touchdown in that game anyway, and we know you know we were scoring all over the place um, on Auburn. So, yeah. So that's the good thing. The bad thing is that they've been on their bye week. They've been able to get everything straightened up. They've been able to totally prepare for us and just get ready to beat us while we're out there playing people. We've lost our head coach to COVID, and there's talks that there might be a massive COVID outbreak when the test comes back uh, today, this afternoon, tonight, as we're speaking. They're probably talking about it within the facilities right now. Everybody's probably getting their snack pizza, fixing to head off to bed. So it is what it is, man. I mean, look, these guys, they went and played Mississippi State and they got beat 34 to 44. Then they beat Vanderbilt 41 to 7. But goodness, it's Vanderbilt, right? Um, they they take a loss to Missouri uh, and then they, and that was 41 45. Then they go down to South Carolina. And beat them 52-24. So, I mean, they are putting up, like, some some big numbers. I mean, that's the thing. But, goodness. I mean, when they lose, they're losing big. Like, Auburn beats them uh, 48-11, you know. And then, how lucky are they? They get the Alabama game postponed instead of, like, you know, playing those... Ah, goodness. And now we get to go play them. And you look at the stats now because they didn't play Alabama. And, and it looks like they're a better team than us, you know, whenever you look at the, the side-by-sides. But the truth is is that they're not. You know, those stats are inflated because we just got off of playing, you know, Georgia and Florida, right? And that, that has made yeah. our stats look worse than they are. Yeah, I mean, they've played Mississippi State, which we know we shut them down. Um, mm-hmm. Vanderbilt, my goodness. And then they give up 
you know, and then they play Missouri, South Carolina, and then they play at Chadmore fence. No wonder they're, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are they kind of, they're uh, scoring defenses. I mean, they still give up more than us. And we've played A&M, Florida, and uh, Georgia already. You yeah. know what I mean? And Ole Miss scores quite a few points themselves. And LSU hadn't played, you know, LSU, or, I mean, Ole Miss or A&M yet. Um, and we're still, yeah. Our, our eighth, yeah, giving up 30 to one points a game. Eighth in the SEC. It should it should be higher. Mm-hmm. Feels like it should. Turnover margin were one, so. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I got some. Sorry, there's some moron shooting fireworks off in the dang neighborhood. That's what I was about to say. I heard that. What the hell? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Golly. I'm gonna go look out the front door. I'll be right back. Keep keep it keep talking to him. Alright. Alright, well. Chad's going to check out these fireworks. Yeah, wasn't prepared for that. All right, well, let's see here. Got here. What's going on? No, immediately stopped once he left, though. I mean, nothing. Oh, here he comes. I hope you can't talk. <laughs> it's All pretty right, there, bad, but I did. There ain't, there ain't no cops out there or anything, so it can't be too bad, whatever the hell's going on. I didn't see anybody walking up and down the street or whatnot, so I'm just going to let it roll. I guess it was fireworks. It was fireworks or a small, you know, low-caliber handgun, one of the two. So. Might be used as evidence, man. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm serious. <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, we've man. Got, we've got tape of We got giant. tape. We know exactly when it happened. We were live streaming. You can go back and look at the timeline. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow, what it turned this podcast in. No, I think it's fireworks. I think everybody's okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, everybody's fine in my neighborhood. So, anyways, yeah, we're good. I don't know. I don't know about this LSU thing, man. Like I said, the the, the stats when you do the side by side comparison, they're just not true, right? Because of just how things have shaken out. I think it's true for LSU as far as the defense things. They really are. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost their offensive coordinator, or well, they still got their offensive coordinator, but they lost uh, Joe Brady to the NFL. It was their passing game coordinator from last year. All the players, like you were mentioning, mm-hmm. they changed their defensive coordinators to Bo Pelini. That's what I was going to say. The only coaches they have there are Orjan Pelini and then uh, oh, what's the running back's coach? Uh, Kevin Falk, I saw. Yeah, yeah Falk. Yeah. Former one he used to run for. Him. Mm-hmm. And that's the only ones that. That's the only ones that I think that you know are like decent coaches. Honestly, that I mean, like you would be like, oh, I'd like to have that coach at like my program. Like, if you were free to pick any of the coaches at LSU right now, which coach are you you gonna take? I don't know. Man. I mean, Pelini, obviously. I, I wouldn't take Pelini the way they're looking this year. 
I mean, even like a defensive backs coach or something. You know, oh, oh it's, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I just like Odom man so much. So let's let him be a student assistant and just break down film. Yeah, that's fine. Man. <laughs> Oh. There's a reason Orgeron trusted him for a minute. There's a reason he said it. It's crazy, but his defense is a... Dude, Felipe Franks, if I told you last year at this time that our quarterback next year is going to have 1,678 yards and still have three games left to play, you just slap me in the face. Oh, I mean, yeah, and it should be. You include two more games non-conference that he could have thrown for like 400 yards in. We didn't get any of those games to just like pad the stats. Oh, that's I mean, true. That's incredible. I mean, he's, he's uh... no, he's he's done a great job. I mean, and he's yeah, I think he's gonna. I think I think he's gonna come in here and you know do well against these Tigers. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. So what do we got going here? We got uh, uh we got some big old lineman of course i mean you always get that when you're playing coach out right uh mm-hmm. you got this cameron wire and this ingram and this shanahan and hines and uh declaris all of them you know juniors and seniors and all of them at least 320 pounds so well i'm sorry wire is is 311 he's the smallest one in the bunch so anyway so you're going up against a massive you know a massive line. So you got to figure out like, how am I going to, how, how is our defense going to penetrate that line? And we went up against, you know, Georgia. That was a massive line. We had issues. We went up against Florida's line. We had issues. We went up against, uh, was it Auburn's? They had a big line. I think it was. And we had issues. So, uh, you know, I, I see that happening again. And hopefully, you know, we'll be able to get back there to the quarterback and, and get some pressure on him. I think we you know, I mean, even though they don't have anybody special at quarterback, you still got to get back there and get some pressure on make them uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got big experienced linemen. Uh, I think Orgeron's 25-1 and one when they have a rusher who gets 100 yards. I mean, mm-hmm. so we can't, we can't allow that uh, – Offensive line opened up a bunch of holes for him. And we've seen in these games we've lost. We've just, um, well, against Florida, we were getting ripped apart in the pass. But we've seen these games where they're just able to, we didn't exactly stop their run either. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? And they do have their uh, backup quarterback. They lost Miles Brennan for the season. So you're dealing with two freshmen right out of high school, Finley and Johnson. But he's, they've got, it doesn't help our defense that they've got an experienced line. You know, if they had any kind of, you know, kind of a younger and experienced, like some of their talented players, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, uh, so it allows those guys to kind of get some time. And... But if you can just get back here and get any kind of pressure on those young quarterbacks, yeah. that's 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 going to be key. Just anything at all. I think you bring some blitzes, you do some stuff to confuse them, you know, you mix up your coverages a little bit. You know, with a game like this, playing inexperienced quarterbacks like this as a defensive coach, you could really have fun when you got an experienced defense, which we really kind of have right now. So you can really have fun and kind of get out there and, and, you know, run some different packages that you normally maybe wouldn't run or wouldn't see just to confuse them. You know, I don't know if you remember Reggie Herring and the, uh, you know, organized chaos that we used to run, but I would really like to see something like 
you know, come out of that some, some, a page from that playbook coming out against these young quarterbacks. Yeah, you got to take advantage of that. You know, you you get pressure on um, one of those young quarterbacks and then cover up Terrence Marshall. Um, you know, you've got a recipe for success and get some turnovers. Like when these games that we've won, we've you know, we haven't had a defensive touchdown in a little bit. Could this be the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I expect our defense to – yeah, I bet we score. Um, like I said before, you don't see defenses scoring all the time, so you just can't put that into the into the playbook most of the time. But but then again, whenever you play a team that is that is more on your level, you can start to say, okay, we're going to probably – we're going to probably get a pick six. We're going to probably take one back to the house. And this is a this is a type of game where you can you can say, well, we're probably going to get a defensive score. I think you could count at least one defensive score throughout this game, uh, especially as well as our defense has been playing. And uh, our, our de- let's be honest, our defense has a lot of pride this year, yeah. a lot more oh. pride than they had last year and any other year. And they just got punched in the mouth. They just got their feelings hurt. They just played probably the worst game they've played all year and you know they're they're not going to sit back and come back out in this game and allow that to stand they're going to do everything they can to make the corrections so that they're playing a better game not just you know not just not they didn't play as aggressive in the last game as they had all year and i see that aggressiveness coming back in this game because they're going to be pissed off yeah pissed off helps um yeah, I totally agree with you, Chad. Um, this offense, <laughs> we can definitely force some turnovers on. Mm-hmm. Games we've won, that's what we've done. You know what I mean? Games where we've had defensive touchdowns, six interceptions, you know, forced fumbles, um, and then recoveries after that. It's, it'd be nice to see a scoop and score sometimes. Too. And I'm not relying on it, man, but it does seem after, you know, it seems the trend of the season – you know, would say like we're due for one. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And LSU seems like a you know the right opponent for it to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you, you know they're 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 out there running that you know like halfway speed hurry up you know offense that a lot of these teams are running. Um, so you know you see you'll see a, a similar offense actually what what we're running but a little bit slower and uh, and and that's in design I think. Um, but then, uh, you know, their defense, you know, you're going to be going up your traditional, generally your traditional four man front, you know, three, two or, or cover one, where you going, uh, you know, four, one in the back. So that's what, that's what you're going to be looking at, uh, coming out of the gate against this defense. And you really won't see that, uh, that defensive front change up much at all uh you see them stay in that four-man front pretty regularly uh with the uh with the, with the you know with the three linebackers and that'll be that'll be pretty standard for them they don't really run a nickel too much off the edge or anything okay it's good stuff yeah so anyway so yeah who they got they got this uh this gay uh for tackle they got uh, evans at uh, tackle, they got Logan at tackle, and then they got Anthony at the end. And uh, so, yeah, you know, all of them are, you know, it's pretty mixed. You know, you got a couple of seniors, you got a freshman and a junior. So you got 
you know, the ability to take advantage, especially the left side of that line where you don't have, you know, as much experience out there. So, yeah, absolutely. So when we're looking at their linebackers, you got Bakersville, uh, Clark, and Cox who runs uh, out there, and and uh, that's you know juniors and one senior. So <laughs> you know they're, they're good. Uh, they're not bad, especially Cox. He's he's uh, he's made some stuff happen this year. So he's been fun to watch. Yeah, a couple of those guys like Clark, one of their leading tacklers, got a sack. A couple uh, leads the team quarterback. Hurries. Um, one of the pretty good linebackers, man. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And over yeah. at uh, cornerback, you got Singletary and Ward uh, out there, and then uh, Harris and uh, Stevens at safety and free safety. So. Yeah, Stevens their leading tackler for the year. 36 tackles, 4 tackles. Mm-hmm. Two and a half sacks. Two and a half sacks from the safety position. Yep. And and the interesting thing too is like you got a junior and a senior at safety. It's like every position on defense, you got some experience, but then you got also some young some young kids out there. So there's there's areas to take advantage of or, you know, certain people that we can definitely take advantage of out there at defense where where they're not as you know, well, they lost a lot of players last year. Let's just be honest. They, they just, just lost a lot of players. They're sophomores and juniors, but just became juniors and seniors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That they may not have had, you know, as obviously as much experience as the starters from last year. But you know, you know, they've played sparingly and against in that championship team last year, where they were getting quite a bit of you know mop up duty in games that had leads in. So it's still you know, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I could like. It's, sorry, man. They're they're a talented team, man. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, it's just LSU's just got naturally, you know, good players coming from Louisiana that they reload with. But it's just not the same. I mean, it's just totally crazy that you know last year this time we were, you know, forty mm-hmm. or something thirty forty point underdogs to them, and this year it did before all the COVID stuff. You know, we were two and a half point favorites on them. It's crazy yeah. what a difference this team. This is the time to smack LSU around. You know what I mean? I just don't want them to just, you know, they haven't played since Halloween, you know, three weeks since they played. Don't want them to just be fresh and ready to, you know, they're having players only meetings and all this. And, yeah. You know, just fresh and get everything taken care of. And if we're having issues, I don't want them to just come together for their best game of the year. You know what I mean? And yeah. On them. You know, what I hope we see and what I'd really like to see from these, uh, from from these players is an understanding of what the golden boot really means right and understanding that this is a you know that this is a damn rivalry not missouri it's this one you know and you know there's a lot of players that came together to make this happen a lot of players on the lsu side a lot of players on the arkansas side that wanted to wanted to see this rivalry and uh it was it came about from the players and the fans not from an administrative person like mm-hmm. passing it down like that stupid missouri battle line rivalry this is an actual actual rivalry and i know some folks in lsu would say oh you know we don't consider a rivalry is that well yeah you your players shouldn't have damn signed up for it you know 
whenever sure. our players went over there signed up for our ex players and you know you did so now it's a damn rivalry and i think a lot of that just comes back to the fact that i don't know they're they're kind of scaredy cats sometimes down there you know around baton rouge oh they are little for sure. cats. they are man i mean you've got all that talent down in new orleans i mean they've only like just you know, they should have won more than they had. They're always disappointing besides every once in a while, like last year. Yeah, they um, know that Tulane is fixing to take over the state and recruiting, and it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Poor guys. It did be rough to be in that situation. Yeah, it feels like Orgeron kind of had a magic year. Cruise on by, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I, it's definitely a rivalry, man. I do wish it was the Friday after Thanksgiving. You know, eating leftover turkey. You know what I mean? And I can't believe they changed it. Doing that during the game, you know, sleep after late night, hanging out and stuff, you know, get to sleep late. Game comes out one thirty. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, playing them almost there. But yeah, I'm ready to get the boot, man. Got to get I think, it. I think, I think you'll see our effort pretty high man i think you'll see our effort just ready to get it man i think we've got some good momentum this year um, yeah well you know you heard about the player that and i don't know if you guys heard about this that's important we got to talk about it because we're fixing to play these cats and the coach is having to deal with all this and all the players and everything and it's important to bring up so you had a player that beat the hell out of his girl like uh like that old boy from the what was it, Alabama Redstone uh, Rehab? When I go upside Sally's head. Anyway, <laughs> you had an old boy just beat the hell out of his girl, and he texted the dang uh, athletic department and let them know that it happened, and then they called him to double-check that it happened, and then when they called him, he said, no, you know, I didn't, I didn't do it. And then they said, okay, well, that's cool. And, and they didn't pursue it any further. And that was, that was this fellow Ashbury that decided he didn't, you know, didn't want to pursue it uh, any further. Well, it's a violation of federal law because whenever you're a teacher or a coach or anything in a school and you find out that somebody has, has, uh, you know, been physically, sexually violent at all to somebody else, you have to report that immediately or it is against, the, it's literally against federal law. Yeah, how is it checking to, checking to make sure it happened? And when, when he heard that, he's I should just, you know, he just covered it up, man. Just covered One it thing up. One thing that haven't happened, but, you know, at least, at least admit it, you know, well, what a wrong it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, they've got all kinds of things just trying to cover it up, and all, like more than more than one occasion on things and in reports. So it just doesn't look like a good. No. Uh, so I, I don't know with everything else swirling around, man. You know, it just seems like you know fast falling program down there, and fast, mm-hmm. fast fast rising. You know what I mean? Better than expected. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, you know, I feel sorry for him, and I feel worse for that girl. That, that you know had to be abused there but golly 
come on, you just do the damn right thing. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, it is what it is. So, you know, anyway. It, uh, you know, it's definitely got to be affecting the team, though. You know, I mean, you got a football player, he's going through all that kind of stuff. You got the, uh, you know, you got the, the administration that's going through it. You know, I'm sure the coach is feeling pressure on this. All the coaches are feeling pressure on it. So, yeah, it's one of those situations where, I don't know, you just, you just gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. You just, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna wear you down, I feel like. It's gonna have some sort of an impact on, on how you play on game day. That's all. Yeah, and when, yeah, and when I was saying three weeks for a bye week, it's like, well, that's also three weeks to sit around and think about it you know what i mean all these you know you've had uh opt-outs jamar chase was going to come back and um to have a second option as a receiver um and he opted out before the season um had another defensive player opt out you know what i mean it just seems like what can you do it's gonna be and it's gonna be hard to live up to last that championship team man that whole season exactly uh, but so that, those three week, weeks off, they're just kind of stewing about it. I don't know if that's good. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're just – are they ready to – I mean, they beat Vanderbilt in South Carolina, and that's it. You know, they let a Chad Morris offense points on you. And to them, they're I like – Yeah, it's and the they're – Yeah, and they're like a damn raccoon in the corner too, honestly, because they've only beat those two teams, and now you're fixing to, you know, have to pick them up and – you know, we've had a little bit more successful. We're feeling a little bit better about ourselves. You know, we're going into this game, you know, with our with our head held high, and hopefully, we're not walking in with the expectation of a win. Because if you look at our year, it's been lose, win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. Question mark. And hopefully, we're not walking in with that expectation. Of a win, because that's just how the year's been going, right? Although it would be nice to lose to Missouri and beat the hell out of Alabama. <laughs> yeah, I would take that. I would take losing to Missouri again. I really want to beat Missouri because it's been been a little bit. Odom kicked our ass up the last few years, um, and it's time to take back the manufactured battle line rivalry. When it's just could just be. I mean, I still get upset. I say it every time, man. But it's just so easy to be battle of the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Not even well. I mean, I guess not, you know what I mean. But like you're saying, I'd like for the players and not the ads to come up with it. You know what I mean? I know exactly what like you're saying. Fans and fans and former players, current players, to be like, oh, okay, let's you know. When it first would have happened, but you're right, man. Oh, the more I think about it, it's just and then then trying to replace that LSU game with Missouri on the last day. Oh, after Thanksgiving this year, it's just on Saturday. Whew. Man, with everything we know, I guess we got to make a pick at this point. We've went through everything we've talked about them. We've made fun of them. You know, uh, I mean, about the only thing we haven't done is thrown some sort of a corny corn dog joke in there. Talked about how it smells like corn dogs and stuff down there because all the oil refineries. It does, though, man. I mean,. <laughs> It does. Could you imagine? All, they're all they're drinking drive through, getting daiquiris through the drive through and shit, and driving around. You know what I mean? They're not worried about. It. It just probably makes them hungry, man. You know what I mean? Just uh, I just, this sound good. 
<laughs> but I bet Sonic kills it on those fifty cent corn dog days. You know what I mean? Man, I could tear up a fifty cent corn dog right now. <laughs> I could too. It sounds good. I wouldn't want my town smelling like it. I'd rather have the fresh <laughs> fresh air of, you know. Oh well. God. You wouldn't want to actually <laughs> smell you wouldn't want to actually smell like the Sonic workers. Oh. From the moment you roll out of bed and open your door and step outside till the moment you come back inside. And maybe your air filter ain't good enough to get it all out. <laughs> I appreciate the sonic workers, man. Eventually you'd get used to it like anything. They probably don't even know that it smells like corn dogs down there. No, surely not. I'm sure they're like, no, what are you talking about? I'll be taking an ocean trip going, oh, it smells so wonderful out here. Yes. <laughs> Smell the fresh Gulf breeze. It smells like dead fish and red tide. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> oh, so anyway, what do you think, I'm... man? And remember, last week we... <laughs> oh, don't say this. We man. got That's carried cool. away, man. Oh, you're going to talk me out of it. We did. Uh, all right. Let's say we've, we've got, you know, nobody's missing, you know, any COVID that we really need. I'm going to say Arkansas 45, LSU 20. 45 to 20. Golly. Going in there and tearing it up. Um, that's like if Frank's is out and stuff, you know what I mean? Like there's some, but I'm just going to, if everything's good to go, man. I feel like Arkansas can win any game against any team that's comparable. I feel like LSU is very much comparable to Arkansas this year. I think our talent level is very similar this year. And I think, you know, we can beat LSU anytime our talent level is, is similar. I'm worried about the COVID situation, but we're going to go with this. Like, no COVID, everybody's there. I'm saying Arkansas 28, LSU 14. Defense shows up, does their thing. I like it. I like it. I don't think those freshman quarterback can beat our defense the way that the the way it happened last week. It, I don't think it can happen. I don't think they can do it. I don't think they're good enough. I think you're going to see some interceptions. I think you're going to see some pick sixes. That's my prediction. Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Burks. You know, have a punt return touchdown. You know what I mean? Finally get a good special teams return like that for just just score in all kinds of different ways. You know what I mean? And yeah. Keep, just keep the ball and get on top of them. Just run it. Keep running down the throats, man. Just like, all right. Yeah, just keep it away from me. What if we went out there and we lined up with Smith and, and uh, Boyd in the backfield? We split the quarterback. We had two wide receivers spread out, ready to run various routes to the outside and then we either handed the ball off to those two or we play actioned it and then while for play actions we ran safety routes with the running backs to either side flares or whatnot so you could just dump the ball off if they brought a blitz and if they didn't bring a blitz you just sit back there and just chunk it downfield i'd like to see some stuff like that Nice. Sounds good to me. 
Probably won't see it though. But that's what I'd like to see. That's 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 why I think we're missing. I think we're gonna win, man. Maybe the forty-five twenty of mine is a little a little outrageous. Right after your speech about, I'm just saying if everything's hunky dory with it. I want to see everything. I want to see Boyd at fullback. I want to see Smith at halfback, and I want to line up in a power eye. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe they've tried it at practice. Maybe it didn't work out. Maybe the line's just way too small because of, you know, because of uh, the last coach we had and that joker and everything, and it just can't be done. Maybe that's that why they're not help. doing it, but I'd love to it see it. It doesn't help, man. It doesn't help that, like... If you got a small line, though, you know what that means? That means you got a fast line. So if you can make them tough enough... You can run traps and just ear haul the piss out of somebody. Just let them through and just yeah. hit them right, you know, right from the side, blind side. And I'll never see it coming, man. And just run the ball right up that gap. <laughs> yeah. We've been, I mean, we've been, the offensive line has definitely improved. You can tell Pittman and Brad Davis, too. O line coach, like, you know, like improvement on the offensive line this year because the last couple games, Two against, you know, A&M, Tennessee, and Florida, just running it for a couple hundred yards in each. You know, really, you know, yeah, really having some really good positive plays quite a bit. Yeah. Um, running the ball. So, Which, but, I mean, it, it'll get better. This is the worst. Pittman, though, man, it's an offensive line guy. You expect it to always just, like, to grow to be one of those lines you see. Big exactly. 325 across the board, juniors and seniors. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. So I think they're, they're efforts, but yeah, it could. Well, I don't know. I guess we made our picks. We went through it. We told everybody what we thought. I think we can win it. I really do. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a winnable game. It's just, it's one of the most winnable games we have this year. It's, it's really a must win. We got to win this game. Uh, I mean, if we don't win it, it's not the worst thing in the world. And obviously, you know, we, we were poking fun at this last week. And it's not, national championships not going to be in the cards for us this year after that Florida loss. We did have a chance prior to that if we would have ran the table. Uh, there's no way they could have left us out. But at this point, we're not getting in. We can throw that out the window. Um, goodness. And that sucks. That always sucks when that time of the year hits. Like, there's always that point in the year where it's like, man, it's mathematically impossible at this point, you oh, know? No. And that, that time sucks. Yeah, it's just like, no, even if Bamba loses one, you know, they would have to lose. To, <laughs> we figured out how Bamba could lose a game or two. Or, no, that, that time's, or whoever's the other team of the year, it always happens, man. Like, you're always. If you're still in it, you know, one loss or two, and then with Auburn last week, we're like, well, well, you know, what if, what if, you know, we'll count Auburn as a win, you know what I mean, in the selection. But I mean, here's, just, here's the thing I think you got to think about, and, and I don't know if the coaches have talked to the players about this. I would be at this point. I'd be talking to players about this, but I think we need two wins to go to a bowl game. I think we need at least five wins to go to a bowl game. I think you get two more wins. I think. You got a real possibility of going to a ball game, and I think you know LSU and Missouri. That's our that's our wins. If we can beat those guys, well, that's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, you know, Arkansas, you know, whoever in a, in a ball game. You know that it, that is 
went five and five in their conference and it's like you know which conference is better right um and that that would be interesting but you know i think you know i think you gotta you gotta get close to that right for a bowl you gotta get close to that i know they threw the six win out the window we talked about that last week i know that's happened but you gotta get close right you gotta be at least five i mean you think we could go with four like if we won against lsu or missouri and we lost you know, only won one more game the rest of the year. Could we still go to a bowl game with four wins? I mean. Well, I, th- I think the problem, I, th- I think you're right when you say five wins, like guarantees, as long as there's not just a massive, like, cancellation of bowls. Mm-hmm. But but I think four wins, maybe, you know, if, if there's not going to be as many bowls um, this year, not as many spots in a normal year, or a normal year, or not really a normal year, but uh the normal amount of bowl games being played, uh-huh. you'd for sure get in like with four, because what would be considered four SEC wins when you got a non-conference schedule? Yeah, you know that would that would have said we would have went seven and five this year. Yeah. You know what I mean, or, or something like that. If you get four SEC wins, so I think I think uh, I was look, trying to look for a. Uh, I think you beat LSU and Missouri. I think you're getting a bowl game somewhere. Like you're going to one of those traditional bowl games that's not going to cancel just because yeah. they don't give a shit, right? Like Cotton Bowl or or Music Bowl or Liberty City or something like that. Like there's yeah. some of those like, that haven't canceled in years. They're going to be like there's some yeah. that are going to be like I, we didn't cancel in 1919 and we're not canceling in 2020. You know. Yeah, like well, two of the let's see what ESPN had the last time they had bowl projections. They had one of one of the one of them said Indiana versus Arkansas in the Outback Bowl in Tampa. Ooh, and one of them said uh, Texas Texas versus Arkansas in the Texas Bowl. So it's like I would I would I would take either of those matchups. That would be great. Well, did like, they I, have us at five wins? What it they didn't, it didn't say. It just oh. it just has like just. I'll take them. Outback Bowl is a cool bowl. So that's that's kind of you know that's kind of like saying that's the uh, that's the kind of quality of teams we're going to play. We're going to play some big conference teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think if everything's good, they'll be played. Well, if they get all these games, to be played during the holiday break, yeah. maybe with no students, or if, if colleges go uh, virtual, you know, all you know, offline or off campus. In the spring, or at least to start it off, then there will probably be a, a good possibility of bowl games. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. I don't know what I was saying there, but yeah. no, I get. I love bowl games. You know, you get into these hypotheticals and theoreticals and so on and so forth, and that's you know, it's what it's all about. That's what sports about. And if you don't get into those things, I don't think you're really enjoying sports the way you could be, honestly. I don't think you could either. So. And we're fans. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. We're alumni. We're fans. Hell yeah, we are. I don't don't know what to tell you. Ex-employee. Oh, yeah. Don't make it sound like you got fired. Or one time. (laughs) Oh, no. I I knew too much to get fired. (laughs) <laughs> can't fire the insiders man no well let's see let's see so we got all right so we made our prediction there so what 
right, well, do we, is anything else up that I haven't thought about? Like, I mean, what's, I mean, we're not doing anything with hockey. We already talked about the basketball game. And yeah, we don't, how they okay. Do. Well, I haven't heard anything new there. Well, okay, here's the basketball real quick, you know, because there's no way to know. Because Mississippi, we play Mississippi Valley State next Wednesday night. Mm, okay. But there's nothing, there's nothing about Mississippi Valley State, so. There's not really much I can say to preview them. We can do a game prediction, but I have no idea what they're going to look like. You know, I'm excited to see us. You know, the the podcast following the the you know the the next one after that basketball game, we'll really be able to to uh, start talking some basketball once we see a you know a real game being played. Yeah, I mean, we should definitely do some predictions. It's exciting though. It kind of came up. Yeah, um, I guess we could do it. The uh, schedule prediction. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know what if we're recording, you know, Tuesday night or something, and then we kind of preview it. Look at us. Look at there. They play. Look, they, these guys play Missouri State, Alabama, A and M, Wyoming. They're gonna play a Pine Bluff, Arkansas. That'll be nice, man, to see how much more we can beat them by than Pine Bluff, Arkansas beats them by. UAPB is gonna wear them out too, so that'll be fun. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, they got a couple different games. Well, they got like a little, got like a little uh, Dungeons and Dragons character for their for their mascot. It's like a, a problem, is it an elf? Is that like an elf or a? Or is a that Delta a devil? <laughs> is that a That's devil? A Delta de- It's a Delta devil. Yeah, man. I mean, Jesus. What's this? What's this roster say? Let's check this shit. Out. Playing at Ohio too. At Ohio. At Vanderbilt, they've got a pretty good schedule. And then yeah, they play in the Swags. They got some. They got this junior at six seven. This Lloyd's. They got Green at six three. He's a senior. They got an older team. Simmons is a senior. He's five eight though, so that's gonna be tough. And five eleven. Yeah, their height drops off quick. Hunter, uh, Caleb. Freshman, freshman, freshman. Ooh, yeah. And and their experience drops off quick. So they got, yeah. looks like, a junior, two seniors, a whole bunch of freshmen. They got two guys that are, they got one guy at 6'7", one guy at 6'3". They got one guy at 6'11". So maybe they'll get him out there. Maybe they'll get the 6'5 guy out there. Maybe they'll get Rivers. Maybe they'll get Alliston out there. Uh, a little bit, but they're going to have a height problem. I mean, they got Kuwato. Uh, I don't, that guy's, I bet he's some sort of a transfer from somewhere, but it, Johnson, 6'3", six, 6'6", six, six, you know. Kuwato's and, uh, a sophomore, so I mean, he might, you know. Yeah, Caleb Hunter, probably the best player. He was uh, the SWAC freshman of the year last year. He's a preseason all-SWAC second team. Um, so let's kind of see where they... Um, and he's the five eleven guy, so that you know you got that you got the height elsewhere. It's not really your threat, so that's good. Well, they're picked well by this. Uh, I don't know what predicted this on their website, but two thousand twenty twenty one SWAC men's basketball predicted order of finish picked ninth out of tenth in the conference. Oh, that's not good. Oh, I expect something big from us. Yeah, no, I mean just looking at the. At the amount of uh, experience they got, I mean, that's where I would be like, Oof, that, that's what that's what worries me, right? 
and then uh, you know you look at their height. You know, and I hate to I hate to be that way, right? I hate to be that guy, right? Now I don't know basketball, but this is just one of the things I've always done when I've looked at different teams or whatnot, and it's just always kind of held true. And I know, you know, some tall guys get you know offended sometimes when you talk about like you know they play they play better basketball because they're they're tall, but that's just that's just the reality of it. Like the taller you are, the... they're not very good. They do that. You know? <laughs> Maybe I've said that. Is that what you're saying? Well, maybe you have said that. <laughs> so, and, well, uh, yeah. I'm just saying, it gives you an advantage when you're closer to the goal, period. <laughs> so, <laughs> and well, I ain't a short, and I ain't a short guy either. Just Tim's tall as hell. That's the thing. Well, after after you drink a couple beers before you play and beer for somebody, you should be able to dunk your, you know. Yeah, that's right. Well, that, I don't know, man. I like basketball. I don't know. We'll see. We'll play. see. I, I I agree with you though. That's that's an interesting team. <sighs> Lindsey Hunter's the head coach. What do we know about this guy? Anything special? He played. Uh, I think the same Lindsey Hunter that played played for the Pistons uh, back in the maybe nineties, kind of early two thousands that era. Okay. But, you know, I, I've got nothing. I like. I oh, like he was. Interim head coach for the Phoenix Suns in the NBA from wow, 16, 17. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I've got nothing against Mississippi Valley State. You know what I mean? I hate to have to score 120 on them, but I'm kind of thinking, I don't know. That's that's impressive. I mean, that is impressive. He went from the NBA to the to the college ranks. Coaching the MAC. I mean, that's not a small conference. Mm-mm. You're right. Yeah, Detroit Pistons. Yep. So... Played with the Toronto Raptors. Man, he's the most impressive thing about the team, honestly, in my opinion so far. So you know he knows basketball, man, when he, you know, played in the NBA. So. Jesus. Jason, he's, a, he's from Jackson State. That's where he, that's where he went yeah. university at. You, that's, that's, you know, that's pretty, that's, that's cool. That's impressive, you know, that he was able to accomplish all this after, you know, playing at Jackson State, like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's awesome. And playing a, uh, or he's coaching for a, a, a kind of the same swag. Jackson mm-hmm. State um, every season, so that's interesting. But he kind of knows the landscape of that conference, and um, there's some good basketball. But yeah, you don't, you know, it's not a big competition. You don't get noticed as much. Only one team goes to March Madness. You know, you don't get a chance to be on the big stage. Yep. So you're probably really, you know, really good and, um, you know, good in that conference. Um, mm-hmm. One of those really good, like at the end of the year conference, conference tournaments where they're just fighting, like, you know, they're going to be the 16th seed. They're going to have to play the number one seed, um, you know, top team, top couple teams in the nation. But they're still fighting for that spot, you know, that lone spot in their conference to make it to the big dance. Man, it's gonna be fun to play this team, but yeah, that's really all. That's really all I got on them. I mean, I go to their cumulative stats to try to give you a breakdown on that, and doesn't really. Oh, oh, it just opened. Well, I took forever. <laughs> well, it wasn't working out. All right, so they go. All right, sixty-three points per game. Uh, they let their opponents uh, score about eighty-nine points per game. Oh, I bet we put a hundred on these kids. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Well, they like to they like to shoot threes. 
1.48 in the field, so that's that'll be fun. Yeah. It's a team I expect to win big over. Pretty good with their free throws. 0.648, so yeah, not bad. They rebounded good last year, too. I'm excited to see our team the most. You know what I mean? See what the see what the rotation's going to be. Who's the starters? You know what I mean? It's uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what we got. I mean, we broke the team down before. We talked about them a little bit last week and stuff, and we kind of we kind of gave you what we had, but we don't have anything more on that on the team, right? So you're going to be seeing, you know, a lot of the same things and same stuff that we had talked about in that uh, preseason you know, basketball game after that was over and we came back and gave you that report. I mean, and that's what you're going to see, right? That's the players you're going to be seeing. And honestly, everybody should be watching this because after this game, uh, we're going to have some stuff to talk about, which will be fun because we'll be able to talk about who's, who's going to be doing what and how they're going to be doing it. And, you know, you'll get to hear Tim do his thing and really dig into the, you know, the basketball side of things. But what do you think they're going to, we're going to do offensively? When we go out there against these guys, Tim, you think we're going to kind of scheme you think might run? I'm not sure, man. I'd like to see because it's going to be a whole different kind of meshed up what we saw from the red-white game. You mm-hmm. know, as far as, but I expect them to try to play fast and hopefully see a lot better uh, uh, defense um, and more pressure, you know what I mean, and kind of yeah. force the tempo up. But we got we got quite a lot of good players to play, so I think play that way you know what i mean i think they can really uh, i don't know what's musman's mo or what he's done in the past on full court pressing but that'd kind of be nice to see and get some press uh, action in yeah i'd kind of like to see even the half court be nice but on offense i don't know man i mean i'd like to see um we've got some you know i hate to see it chad i mean i know last year you're not gonna be here we took Quite a few threes in that red white game. This game <laughs> shoot a lot of threes. I mean, our seven foot three guy shot. He was one for five for threes. He's. I'm okay if he can make you know one or shoot one or two, but he's got to start getting inside more. Man. You know what I mean? He's got. He said. I thought in the off season he said he's working on his sky hook every day. Where was that? Dunk the ball. Oh, if day. you can do the yeah, sky I'll hook go. and you're not putting it down, I'm, that's bullshit, man. That's the yeah. best. That is the most indefensible offensive play there is in, in basketball and it is one it's it's hard but if you're good at it you should be hooking it all the time yeah it was it was great to see though i think i think we will drive to the basket quite a bit i think you'll see that i think you'll see a lot of try to take it to the hole because we've got quite a bit of an athletic team um well we've got some well you know that's team. what pissed me off last year was like, it's always just shooting crazy ass threes just jacking them up, right? And it was like, just take it to the hoop. So I hope you're right. I hope we do. Well, I feel even getting the ball. I think we're, there should be some more opportunities to get the ball down low, too, with Jalen Williams, um, Justin Smith, kind of the transfer from Indiana. Um, he, you know, he was 9 out of 11. Eight of, his, eight of those 11 attempts are inside. You know what I mean? Whether it be dunks. So we go in that game, both teams combined are 21 out of uh, 23 from the free throw line. So that's pretty good. So if this team gets to the line, picks up fouls, gets aggressive inside, um, and then when, when things, if they close in too much and there's a guy wide open for three, hey, hit it. But the first first opportunity, 
Um, would love to be, you know, transition off a defensive stop or, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've got the wingspans, we've got the athleticism. Um, last year we saw some, one of the best in historical, like three point percentage defense. So, you know, this team will be, um, there's no reason not to leave it all out on the floor. You know what I mean? Like last year we were playing seven guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Andrew Bailey's playing center at six, six. We've got some height this year. It's going to enable us to do a lot of things. Um, I think I don't know. I just, it's going to be interesting to see the first game, but definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking we score some points in this game against the state. Yeah, that, it feels like it's going to be one of those games where you blow them out. We, we should honestly, if we're going to have a decent run this year, a decent team, we gotta we gotta come out there and blow it out. Golly, man, that is disheartening that they're jacking up those, you know, big guys out there jacking up the threes. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to see that crap. You know, I don't want to see that. Like, but I mean, uh, when you think about it at a red white game too. I mean, sometimes it's not. It doesn't feel as, you know, when people say like, "Oh, you know, it doesn't feel like a game that you got to win. Like, it doesn't feel important. It's not close enough to March Madness or whatever." You know, we got 142 games to play, right? It's like that. That. The red-white game is, like, the farthest from that, right? It's like, hell, why not? Shoot it. We're just playing ourselves. We're just out here messing around, you know? If you want to if you want to jack it up and have some fun, go ahead. But don't be doing that during a real game. Yeah, a real game playing, you know, Kentucky. Or, <laughs> don't even miss it in there. Even Mississippi Valley State. You know, every game counts. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, the defense was lackluster. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to see when the, when the uh, defenses are real? Yeah. I'm excited, though, man. People like like Moses Moody, man. He's taking his basket lot five out of free throws. Um, so um, eight assists from Jalen Tate. So nice to see a point guard eleven points, eight assists, plus five rebounds. That's a it's an exciting team. JD Notan, of course, just uh, you know you know what you know what Desi Seals can do. I'm excited. I'm gonna go Arkansas. I don't want to say we score 100, man. I think it's just going to be this year, get it all out. I want to say Arkansas 103, Mississippi Valley State 61. You know, I'll tell you what, man. My teams have been playing really well this year with the pandemic, and I'm going to let that factor in because why the hell not? And we know we're going to win this game. Like, this ain't a game that you lose, right? If we lose this game, we got a whole bunch of damn problems. <laughs> we not oh, need to man. start thinking about getting us a new coach. <laughs> And if this guy wore like a suit and a tie more, I probably wouldn't say that. But anyway, I say 102 Arkansas. Fifty-two Mississippi Valley State. Oh, <laughs> All right. Good basketball talk. All right. Yeah, I'm glad that you. I'm glad we brought that up, and I looked it up, and I got in. You know, got into it a little bit because I feel I'm gonna feel much better watching the game now that I've, you know, now that I've delved into it a little bit. Well, I guess we should talk about the, uh, you know, the picks. Well, I was hoping you wouldn't bring it up. No, you did well again. Please. You know, eight eight and four, bring your record up to eighty seven and fifty six. While I went seven and five, eight, and I'm eighty and sixty three. So you're up seven on the year. Hmm. You know, 
Not bad. Hopefully more games played this week. A lot of games were canceled last week, even some after we had picked them. Yeah. Well, seven ain't bad. I mean, that, you can make that up in a week. You know. We're gonna pick all kinds of games, man. What was the crate? What was the what was the craziest like one that we picked that shouldn't have won that one? Well, there's some that losses. Like what the? I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Hawaii. We both picked Hawaii. They lost. Uh, well, we both picked. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I've got to get take off the wall. Arizona State didn't lose, so that didn't count. Wait. Oh no, he's still never mind. Yeah. I gave the game got canceled. So look at that. Even better than you thought, man. Eight and three is a good one. Well, I guess we can roll with this week and do some more if you want to. <laughs> All right. Yeah, how about uh, Syracuse at Louisville? Syracuse at Louisville. I'm going to go Syracuse. Let's see what I'm going to ask what Hunter would do. Pick Louisville. I'm going to pick Louisville. That's a good pick. I'm a 19 point favorite, so I feel like that should be. I don't know. Both those teams kind of suck. Well, Louisville's golly, two and six. Syracuse is one and seven. It's going to be an awful game tomorrow night. <laughs> be something to watch, though. Oh, yeah. I won't complain about any. I like Mac. You know, I like the Mac Schnell. Middle of the week. Uh, Purdue at Minnesota. Man, I'm, I'm going to go with Minnesota on that one. Damn, Purdue's got that new coach up there, though. How's he doing? Are they, like, blowing it out? They're 2-1. What, they so got the US, USF coach? Or UCF coach? Won that, won that national championship over at UCF? Oh, no, that's Scott Frost in Nebraska. Oh, he's in Nebraska. Okay. Well, who is that up there? At, uh, maybe it's just nobody special at Purdue. Never mind. Jake Fromm. Fromm? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I got off on that tangent. I, wrong I'll school. My I'll bad. pick Purdue. That's all good. I'll pick Purdue. How about uh, New Mexico at the Air Force? New Mexico, yeah. Lobos. See what they can do. I'll go uh, Air Force. You'll either get a bigger lead. How about... Um... Wow. What was it? Indiana at Ohio State. Ohio State. <clears throat> yeah. As much as I'd like to see Indiana knock them off, pick Ohio State, too. Yeah. I'll be glad to lose that game. Um, it ain't like they got Frank Schultz up there coaching. <laughs> How about uh, Clemson at Florida State? Um, Clemson. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know why I thought about it. Well, I just have to pick these games, man. I don't know. Um <laughs> So I can't. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of the same point. It's like there's no point in even picking Florida and Vandy. Vandy. 
<laughs> Shit, they're going to lose. Bad. <laughs> yeah, definitely Florida over Vandy, man. Sorry, Vandy. Hate to do you like that. Yeah. Maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe you'll be the upset. I'm picking Florida, man. I can't. Oh, oh. I think I you're going to demolish and embarrass you and make fun of you while they're doing it. Play at <laughs> half speed. Sorry. That's, that's how I feel. All how right, about Tulane Tulsa right now? 14 14 no. in the fourth quarter? That's Come okay. on. That's Come on, funny. Tulane. Pull that out. I think we already picked this one, didn't we? No, I because should have picked it before oh, this. We game. should pick them now. Who do you think is going to win? They're tied up. <laughs> There's All 30 right, minutes I'll left in the fourth. Oh, okay, I'll go. Uh, you got Tulane. I'll take Tulane. I'll take dual different. Take a chance. Yeah, I'll take Tulane on that. I think they'll be able to pull it out. Yeah. We'll see what happens. How about a six and one Appalachian State at seven and zero Coastal Carolina? Um, I'm gonna go Appalachian State. Yeah, I'll beat Coastal. Poor old Coastal. They think they're good every year. I mean, App State's been there where they've been before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'll go Coastal Carolina. I mean, they are 15th in the nation, so that is the best, that is the better pit. I just think that they don't hold on to it. I think Appalachian State's the one team that can take them down, so that's why I went with that pick. No, it's not a bad, I mean, no, it's not a bad pick. No, I just need to make up some ground and I'll take No, that's a better pick, honestly. I mean. How about um, Illinois and Nebraska? That'll be a good game, though. Too bad it's at 11 a.m. when we play. Uh, Nebraska. That that's the UCF coach that I talked yeah. about with the wrong team over there. Yeah, yeah we'll Frost, go with him. Yeah. yeah, Frost. How's he doing this year? What's that? What's their record? One and two. <laughs> Jesus. Not good at all. Well, maybe he's played some really tough teams or something. Uh, how about Cincinnati at USF? That'll be a good one. Uh. I'm going to go University of South Florida. Go Bulls. I think the Bulls can do it. Central Florida. Oh, the Knights. Oh, oh, definitely the Knights are going to pull it. I thought you said USF. Oh, my bad. Yeah, definitely the Knights. Oh, yeah. You're picking the other team? (laughs) That's why you're not winning, Tim. I know, man. I know. Wisconsin at Northwestern. I mean, I can't say anything. It's like it, proof is in the pudding, man. Seven picks. In the I'm just messing. Um, Wisconsin at Northwestern. Oh, let's go to Northwestern on this. Okay. They, hadn't they had a pretty good year so far? Yeah, they're uh, 4-0. Yeah, I thought so. I'll go Wisconsin. Um, UCLA at Oregon. That'll be a good one. UCLA? Yeah. At Oregon. Whack. The Bears against the... I think the Ducks will do it. Yeah, I'll go. 
Morgan ducks as well. All right, what we got here? Uh, this game might end in a tie, Tim. It might go to overtime, honestly. What quarter is it? Uh, fourth quarter, one minute, 41 seconds. Kentucky at Bama. Oh, shoot. Bama. <laughs> yeah, Bama, for sure. Uh, I hate I you, Bama. I hate you, <laughs> and I hate it every time I have to pick your team to win. I know. I I'm a hater. That's, that's what they call me, is a hater. And you're right, <laughs> I do, I am. It's ridiculous. It's damn ridiculous. I hate everybody in the SEC. So. First, you stole Bear Bryant from Arkansas after yeah. he, you know, had committed to here. Wait till he goes off to war and then give him a big old package to go over to Alabama. That's not that's not mm-hmm. playing fair. He already committed to Arkansas before he left. Sorry. No, I really, yeah, I really don't like Bama, man. And what the hell is wrong with you, Kentucky? You had Bear Bryant and he won you a damn national championship and you bought him a fucking watch. How stupid was that? Do you look back on that and think to yourself, I am a dumbass? Because I could have bought him, you know, a whole bunch of damn money for doing it and won 57 of them in a row and had an amazing basketball program. You could be the cream of the crop right now, Kentucky. Think about that. Just bask in that glory. Basketball and football just dominating. Instead, you're just a basketball school. Just a basketball school. Yeah, they're stupid, man. Huh? Still be nice to be a basketball school, even if you did get your ass beat by Arkansas. You got something, man. At least you score national or get, you know, conference championships, national championships recent. We haven't anything, man. Ooh, Tulane just scored. So, sorry. Don't be sorry, man. All right, uh, Virginia Tech at Pittsburgh. Um... I'll go Virginia Tech. Yeah, me too. Uh, how about Tennessee at Auburn? Oh, gosh. Auburn. Yeah, hate to pick them too, man. But. Golly. I sh- yeah, man, maybe Tennessee will win this one, though. Auburn had a tough time yeah. with us. Yeah. Um, Mississippi State at Georgia. Oh, gosh. Uh, Georgia? I'll go Georgia. Uh, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, I'll go Oklahoma. Don't they still got the mullet dude over there? Oh yeah, the guy wearing the Van Gundy or whatever his name is. Van Gundy, oh yeah, the guy always watching OAE, whatever it is, you know. Anybody got a mullet? Got to be a good football coach. They ain't doing anything else. He's either a football coach or you're doing a job with your name on your shirt. I got uh, yeah, I got Oklahoma too. How about Liberty at NC? State. NC State. Yeah, Liberty. Jesus Maybe. Christ. And I don't like picking a sexual yeah, abuse guy either, man. But I'm sorry, somebody that's running around with prostitutes I, and carrying on. Probably fixing to go over to probably fixing to go over to damn South Carolina. This probably this you know he's probably gonna go undefeated this year. Damn freeze. I'll tell you what, man. I can't say he's a good coach, and I don't know why. I mean, he hadn't done too bad wherever he's been at, 
but just morally, something about the guy. Oh, yeah. I'll Maybe it's all those hookers. Yeah. Hey, he got caught <laughs> running around with on his cell phone that the college gave him from Freedom of Information Act. Oh, man. Well, I'll put you down for NC State. I mean, I don't care that he runs around the hookers. I think it's cool. You know, I'm fine with it. It's just he does all that praying and Jesus stuff and stuff, and you would think those folks wouldn't care for it too much. But I don't know. They don't seem to care that much yeah. either. Yeah. I've heard a lot of them be like, well, I, I want Freeze back, you know, take him back. And stuff. He's, he's repented and everything. And I guess if you're being a, a good Christian, you know, and somebody did repent, you know, you would have to give them a second chance, right? Like, that's the that's the thing to do, so. How about, uh, speaking of Hugh Fr- you know, they're all talking South Carolina might hire him, so. How about Missouri at South Carolina? Man, I think I think Missouri's gonna win that. Yeah, I think that, that old loose. What's his name? <laughs> Drinkowitz. Drinkowitz. Golly, poor guy. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll win it. Yep. Yeah. All right, um, Michigan at Rutgers. Um. Let's go with let's go with Michigan. I'll go with Michigan as well. Okay, how about uh Arizona at Washington? Um, I'm gonna go with Washington on that. Okay, I will too. Um almost done here. USC at Utah. USC, Utah. Man. We're talking about Southern California, right? Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Um, Man, how good are they? They, It's always scary, man. I always hate picking against them. Just ever since those ass whippings we took those two years. I'm going to go with USC. Just because of that. Because of what they did to us when we had Darren McFadden on our football team. That's why I'm picking them. It has nothing to do with this year, just to be very clear. Oh, yeah. I'll go to USC, too. How about uh, finish it off Boise State and Hawaii? Um, whew, man, I think Hawaii's going to tear Boise up on that one, don't you? They're going out there. They're going out there. That warm weather from the cold and bones are going to be all like, Oh, man, Supposed that's to be 86 degrees. That's going to be a totally different thing. You're going to get in a plane. You're going to fly into somewhere. And your fucking body is going to expand because of the molecules not moving as fast within it. And it's going it's, to fucking be tough right there to deal with, probably. But, <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as going up in the fucking mountains or something like that, right? Yeah, well, At least you're not going to Colorado. Yeah. Oh no, no, that humidity, man. Eighty-six degrees down there. Oh man. Yeah, I got, I got Hawaii to do it too. So that's it for the picks. All right, all right. So, Max not playing. 
The Mac? What, Maction? The Mac? They oh, they already played, man. They already played. Oh, really? We'll get our, I'll, I'll remember to get the picks in, get some early picks next. Let's look at it. All right, man, cool. Well, I don't know if we have anything else. Do you got anything else? Well, yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good podcast. Yeah, I so, felt pretty I'm good. Actually, we had that one little hiccup at the beginning, and then we just kind of, you know, hit it hard after that. Yeah, we fought through it, man. Fought through it. Got a whole live stream in, the whole nine yards. Almost two damn hours. It's pretty good. Talking hogs, man. A lot of exciting things going on. Yeah, you, have you noticed when we're when we're winning and we're just out there just beating everybody? Um, well, I guess we're not just beating everybody. It feels like that. Just winning a few games feels like it this year, right? So we're out there and we're an average football team. Like the podcast, like last year, this would have been like three hours talking about whatever happened in this game. Like it, it, with this that loss, like the just breaking the like... loss down and stuff. Just. <laughs> just just trying to understand what exactly happened because we were in such a state of shock and mourning. <laughs> I know, man. It's, it's not it's like great. that anymore. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good to be a real football Yeah, I'm just excited. Excited not to have to break. <laughs> it makes me laugh. I mean, it's, it's so what we went through, like those two years. Hog fans, those two seasons, yeah. turmoil. You know what I mean. And God bless players having to do that every day in that program. From the time Morris was hired, to, so he got fired. Man, I mean, Balaam. I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't like terrible. For, I mean, I'm sure the players like enjoyed playing for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's part probably the, but uh. Feels good, man. I don't. I don't know what to say, man. I get get emotional, kind of talking about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so look, here's the thing: if you're an Arkansas Razorback fan, there's a basketball game and a football game this week. So uh, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I, I love it. I love it when we get to watch. Two or three sports all at the same time. It's 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 fun. And I hope we have some baseball. I mean, to me, baseball is the safest you know sport to play besides golf in this whole pandemic mess, right? Uh, especially outside college baseball, right? Like, so I really hope we get some baseball. Yeah, I expect I expect it might be a delayed season. We might get it where maybe we get. Summer bites, you know, summer hogs later in the year and stuff. So, and I'll be so, honest, I'm just gonna be straight up with you. I'm, I'm expecting Dave to get out there and win us a championship after that ball yeah. fell between those three players. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you cannot leave, retire, or anything like that before you get us a national championship. Like, at this point, you owe it to us after you let that happen. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm. Pr- yeah, I think the expectation. Before, I agree. Before he can retire, he's got to got to win us one. 
we've got to have just a badass team that's just good from start to finish and ends it, man. That's so wild how close you can be. Like, there's no other way to be close, man. Just in that moment, it's pictured forever in my mind. Heartbreak. Yeah. Like, heartbreak, man. Just. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So he's got, I'm rooting for Dave, man. I like him, man. We're awesome. Awesome baseball. We just got, we just take, <laughs> just take it for granted. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, we had a good team this year, man. I mean. Yeah. You're after that 2019 kind of disappointment. And they still made the College World Series, and you're talking disappointment the year before made it the championship so that's the kind of expectation now it's not just hey let's like it was awesome making the world series college world series once every three years you know like that's really good like and now it's like oh going every year you know what i mean like, yeah no that'd you know, be awesome. at least have a chance to play for the championship like i at least i'll go to omaha and you know compete for it yeah exactly oh that's awesome so I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But anyway, I guess that's it, man. That's that's all I got. Unless you got something. No, I'm excited, man. It's good. Woo pig suey. Go hogs.